Game begin. Hello and welcome to Dadgum Nerds, your podcast for family first fanboy fun. This is episode 42 and I'm your host, Andrew. And joining me today is the fifth turtle in training. We got Kevin. But I don't live in a sewer. <laughs> and the man whose wife is definitely ready to have their second kid. Uh, that would be Trip. Yep. She looks like a potato. <laughs> <laughs> she. And hopefully she doesn't listen to this. So she oh, she, she's already said it. Uh, pregnant. Really okay. wishing there was a series of buttons that she could press that would just squirt that baby out. And uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I'll put it this way. Date? I think we're both done. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, what's the due date? So two about uh, roughly about two weeks from today. Uh, so uh, May 18th. OK, cool. Awesome. Well, I, have, I, have, yeah. I have a, a 16th and a 17th of May. So that would be pretty really? cool. Yeah. But all of our kids, except for Felicity, were like 10 or 11 days after their due date, okay. which I don't wish on any woman. No. Ever. Yeah. That's, a, that's a rough situation. Yep. Well, <laughs> well, back to the topic at hand. We recently tried something new and brought you guys Fantasy Draft recently. So our first one that we did was Brit Star Trek Bridge Crew, and then we just did Next Men 1. And uh, so far, that's been a success. We've heard good yeah. things from you guys on that so far. Um, and in the spirit of trying something new, we're going to do something that we're calling a round table. And so we'll give you some more info on that in just a bit. But fun fact, this is actually our one year anniversary. One year. One year. Golly, seems like just yesterday we were at 11 months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no joke. Last year at this time, we were recording our very first demo episode mm-hmm. of Dadgum Nerds, which Dad that just... Uh, the fact that it's a year just blows crazy. my mind. That is crazy to think about. Well, before we get going on this round table, anything happened to you guys in dad life this week? Yes. Hattie's speech is exploding. Thank <gasps> God. That's always, that's, that's, that's we've never good really, and bad. We've, ne- we've never really talked about it, but uh, Hattie has been a little bit delayed with her speech and mm. it's just finally overnight after two years and three or four months, she's finally starting to say stuff. Now it doesn't sound it doesn't sound like the way we say it. Um, no, but she's beginning to string words together, and she's really beginning to try and mimic us um, based on what she sees us doing. So just yesterday, I was like beating my chest like a like a gorilla, and she has started doing that. She has started beating <laughs> her chest. It's it's a lot of fun. She said high five, and she said. Um, uh, she loves to say the word fish and star and crab and crayon and a bunch of fun stuff. But because she's so attentive right now, it's actually become very entertaining. Um, oh boy. So yeah. <laughs> just the other day, uh, Hattie was under the, the dining room table, just playing around. And my wife and I were talking and I said something smart, Alec, and she didn't quite catch it. And she went, huh? And I went, huh? Right back at her. And then we heard this little voice go, eh? <laughs> under the table. <laughs> and then awesome. today, as we've already covered, my wife is very pregnant and she's been doing exercises to try and just relieve pain and, mm-hmm. and, and tension mm-hmm. and supposedly make room for the baby. I don't know how all that works, but it winds up, um, it wind, you know, she winds up on all fours and doing stretches and that sort of thing to mm-hmm. try and uh, alleviate some of this. So today she was on all fours trying to get some of this tension out. And of course it's building on her. So she goes, Oh, 
And she does it again a little while later. Woo! And then we hear this tiny little voice. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. Oh, that's so, so cute. Being it is a rough. fun time to be her parent right now. <laughs> oh, that's fun. <laughs> that's awesome. That's fun. It's great. That's Kevin, awesome. anything from you? Yeah, so we don't talk about sports ever on this podcast, ever. This but is a nerd podcast, excuse yeah, me. Right. But my oldest son, Theodore, he's huge into sports. I'm big into sports. Mm-hmm. This was the first year he was able to sit down and watch the NFL draft with me oh, and actually okay. understand what's going on and all these okay. things. So I had him stay up way too late for an <laughs> eight-year-old watching the first round of the NFL draft. And it was super fun to see your kid and engaging in something that you love in a different way than you ever thought of. So Aww. that's good. That's always fun. So something for something more for you guys to look forward to as they get older and a little bit more independent. I really I'm sorry. Looking, I, you lost no. me at sports. I, I stopped yeah, listening I after the word sports. No, I'm actually, I'm, I am a football fan, um, mm-hmm. roll tide all the way. Um, but I'm looking forward to being able to do stuff with my kids, whether that's just something that they enjoy doing or something that dad enjoys doing. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, maybe they'll, maybe I, we'll have yeah. the same love for, you know, all things Mario or something, maybe. And, you know, I can whip my kids yeah, up I, in Mario Kart. And side note, I could never be an Alabama fan and, but I will tell you why in the after show it's, Oh, okay. I, yeah. uh, Oh, a little foreshadowing okay. there. A little, little to be continued. <laughs> as okay. long as we remember. Uh, right. It's like, it's like when, uh, when there's a comic that's telling one story and then says continued in this other comic, uh, yeah. <laughs> not, not, not the next issue of this line of comics, but another right. one, go the buy other. this other comic. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to hear yeah. why go join our Patreon. Right. And then you'll be able to hear. Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) For as little as $3 a month. (laughs) Well, hey, let's start this discussion. We're going to do our roundtable here in just a second. This next segment is brought to you by Maleshko. Making videos should be fast and fun. Find out how at Maleshko.com. That's M-I-L-E-S-H-K-O.com. Or you can go to dadgumnerds.com. Click our sponsors tab and it'll take you straight there. These guys supported us in the beginning and we'd love for you to support them back. Thanks, guys. So today we're going to be trying something very new. Tell us, Andrew, what is it? What are we doing? Well, it's okay. I, it's I just okay. got here. I have no Settle idea. Down. So fill me in. Saddle down trip. <laughs> well, if you guys hate this idea, it was definitely Kevin's idea and not mine. 100%. I feel like um, I'm Dwight in this scenario. Of course. Yes. Oh, with a golden ticket. <laughs> we're going to try what we are calling a round table. Uh, The format's pretty simple, but we really think that you're going to like it. So throughout the week, we're all reading things like nerd news and we're catching up on nerd culture. We're diving into movies and shows and all this stuff. You're like, we're just living our nerd life here, basically, Um, and watching helplessly as our kids devour every last bit of our free time that we have remaining. I haven't turned my PlayStation on in three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But basically, each one of us dads gravitates towards a few topics and thoughts throughout the week. So why not bring it to here and discuss it? So essentially, we're not going to talk about one specific topic. Rather, we're going to talk about several mini topics and each one brought in by each one of the dads. Yeah, lots of random stuff, but all good stuff. So, so it in short, be, it's a conversation. We're basically yeah. just sitting around a coffee yeah. table and yeah, well, a little bit of talking. structure, but it could be anything from nerd news to because Andrew has to have structure. There will be order. There will be order. Our audience has to have structure. We like retaining listeners, uh, but it could be a piece of nerd news, could be something that one of us is pondering. Could be something that we watch. Could be one of us daydreaming about how Aragorn is the best character ever created in the world needs to know about it. Won't be me. Aaron, 
Aaron, looking at you. I think this is get really going to get interesting. So we are basically just going to kind of start on where we think this is going to go. Trip, what's something <laughs> that you want to bring to the roundtable this week? So this isn't nerdy, but it is something I am nerdy about. There's a movie coming out to HBO Max in about a week with Angelina Jolie called Those Who Wish Me Dead. Uh, That's about right. So yeah, one of one of the things <laughs> we never. <laughs> what? She's one of those people right, who either love her or you hate right, her. Right out of the gate. Well, okay. So I care nothing for her personal life, but I do appreciate her as an actress. Um, Except Maleficent. Uh, I That's never watched it. Zero, zero interest yeah, in the backstory true. of the witch from Sleeping Beauty. But uh, she is, the, the reason I'm actually really excited about it is because I love the guy who wrote and directed it. It's a guy named Taylor Sheridan. And mm-hmm. if he uh, you might actually have seen more of what he's written than what he has directed. But he uh, wrote Sicario uh, with Benicio oh, Del Toro. And yeah, uh, yeah. But he excels at writing these um like neo-westerns, lots of stuff mm-hmm. set in places like Montana and, and the Midwest and writes these sort of gritty, uh, they can be crime movies, they can be um, uh, murder mysteries or, or anything like that. But he wrote uh, and directed a, a movie called Hell or High Water with Chris mm-hmm. Pine and ben, Benjamin, ben Foster. Yeah, Jeff Bridges. I remember that one. Guys, I love that movie. And we we have not yeah. talked about my love of Westerns. I was I, I was raised on classic John Wayne. Um, and uh, and so I love kind of contemporary takes on it. Angelina Jolie, I think the, the term is fire warden, but she it's based in Montana and she works at a lookout tower in one of those national parks and, and yeah. effectively keeps a lookout for wildfires and that yeah. sort of thing. There's uh, a video. She game was up there. I know that. She yes, um, and I don't remember what it's called, but she was a former what's called a smoke jumper. So you they they um, she used to be a basically a firefighter that jumped out of a plane and fought wildland fires. And okay. but the the I think the conflict is she finds this kid who's on the run from mafia or something like that, mm-hmm. and in a, in, a, in a, an effort to keep him protected, uh, she actually in an effort to find him, the bad guys set the forest on fire. So. It's oh, a wow. it's a chase. It's a it's a chase chase movie. It's a thriller. And the kind of underlying not the underlying theme, but the um, you have the constant tension of the fact that the force that you are hiding is mm-hmm. is on fire. That's so you're in this constant mentally mo- conscience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm really excited to watch it and I'm really excited to see it on HBO Max because I don't have to go to the theater. <laughs> it's yeah. free. Yeah, um, that sounds no, good. I, well, free, now, free-ish. Now knowing, now knowing what it's about. That makes me a little bit yeah. more interested in it yeah. as yeah. opposed to just seeing some random marketing campaign or, you know, a 15 second YouTube ad or something. And I'm like, well, and that's cool. going to be the hard thing about like straight to streaming now is how yeah. do you properly yeah. promote it, yeah. um, well, especially for people like us. Yeah. Well, it's, so it's got a bunch of my favorite actors in it. It's mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie, John Bernthal, Nicholas Holt, and um, actually Tyler Perry, who I think has done a really good job in some oh, of his dramatic okay. roles. Yeah. Um, so yeah, either, either way it's, it's, I mean, I know I pay for the subscription, but it's a free movie that I get to watch sure. from a director yeah. that I love. Yeah. yeah. You basically watch two movies on there and just paid for it for the month. That's right. awesome. Exactly. Well, yeah. uh, that's going to be a little bit more on my radar then. Uh, Kevin, <laughs> uh, well, how about you? Anything you want to bring to the round table? Uh, yeah. I don't know if I want to go the HBO max route or the Angelo and Lena Jordan Lee route. <laughs> Well, it's your pick. Huh? Let's let's go HBO <laughs> Max. HBO Max. HBO Max route. All right. So I was pleasantly surprised with the Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, 
Oh, okay. I know, I know Andrew, you're not a huge fan of Mortal Kombat in general. No. Um, but I grew up when <laughs> look at that forced smile. Yeah, it's look fine. at it. It's fine. You guys have fun talking about this. I'm just gonna listen. Which He's is like perfect. I'm gonna this be is, polite. This is me being polite. This no, was a target no, of conversation to get Andrew to shut up. I just bring up more <laughs> combat, right? So I grew up when the first Mortal Kombat came to theaters to the arcade or came to the arcade. Yeah. And so I grew up with like parents, this game's going to destroy your children and <laughs> and like well they said the same thing about yeah. they said the same thing about pokemon nine years later so oh, yeah you know so portal combat and pokemon very yeah you know one-to-one yeah comparison uh-huh. but this movie is exactly <laughs> what you want in a video game adaptation movie especially for something like mortal combat which is basically just a mystic mystic version of enter the dragon right so you i have I, I, yeah, I have ahead. heard in this one that a lot of Mortal Kombat fans were mad that they created this main character out of nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, was mm-hmm. it Cole? I think is his name. And this one. And they're like, yeah. you know, why couldn't there just have been an already existing com- Mortal Kombat character? Yeah, I, Kevin. I don't didn't understand. Okay. Yeah, I didn't understand. I didn't understand. I didn't that understand either. it either. But Kevin didn't really care because what this movie basically <laughs> is is a fight scene. And then a five minute setup for another fight scene <laughs> and then a five minute yeah. setup for another fight scene with like 150 F-bombs. Oh, <laughs> I've essentially summed up Mortal Kombat for you. Um, yep. I'll spoil it a little bit in that it doesn't have the tournament um, like a traditional yeah. Mortal Kombat film. Okay. But the guy that plays Sub-Zero has already signed on for four more Mortal Kombat films. And they don't introduce all of their main characters intentionally. There's tons of CG blood. There's tons of great martial arts. There's tons of just like, cool. I can just fast forward this to the next fight scene if I want to. (laughs) (laughs) Like like really there's, there's no real story. Release the fight scene cut. Like the storyline is basically, all right, we have our realm and then we outworld realm. Mm -hmm. Outworld is going to try to kill the earth realm before the tournament starts. Oh, so they're cheating. And yes, okay. That's the whole storyline of the Mortal Kombat movie. Gotcha. They're bad guys. That's they're what bad they do. guys. They're bad guys <laughs> doing bad guy things, and there's a bunch of fighting, and a bunch of f bombs. Uh, but yeah, I loved it. I thought it was really fun. Definitely not something I'd ever watch with my wife, ever. <laughs> um, no, Margaret sitting on the couch like, yeah, get him, Scorpion. Yeah, I what did I, I asked him the other day? Uh, oh, no, no, no. It didn't have anything to do with Margaret. I said, have you seen Mortal Kombat yet? He was like, no, not yet. Stupid all day meetings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was, so, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was so, a good martial art movie. I didn't like it. Um, you don't have to like it. It's so um, first off the I was so excited for it. I was mm. really hoping to just be blown away. Joe Tas, uh, Tas, I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Joe Taslim, Taslim. Sure. It's T-A-S-L-I-M. He played Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. He is a fantastic martial artist. He mm-hmm. was in The Raid, and he was in a, a movie that I love that's also on Netflix called Those Who um, <laughs> Those Who Wish Me Dead with Angelina <laughs> Jolie. No, called, um, He's in called that one uh, too? The Night Comes For Us. Mm-hmm. And that have you seen it, Kevin? Have you seen no, The no, Night Comes one. For Us? Mm-mm. Go watch it. Go watch it. It's Indonesian. There will be subtitles, but just like Mortal Kombat, there's absolutely no point to the story. Kevin doesn't read, though. It's all about the fight choreography. So for the stuff that I had seen him in, I was Mm -hmm. so excited to see this movie. But 
I thought it was a mess and I don't really need to love the characters. I didn't really care about Cole or one way or another, Neither did I? but I was really surprised. So, okay. There are going to be some spoilers on what I say next. So if you haven't seen it yet, either fast forward or stop. Yeah. Um, but I was, I did not get what I expected out of it. Like Kano got killed by a garden. gnome. I'm not yeah. kidding. Oh, and, and I'm sure that'll be a, Kano was uh-huh. the best character in that entire film. I have heard Kano's, that. Kano he, stole the show. He was yeah, funny. He, yeah. Swears the most, but also the yeah. funniest character. <laughs> but it's very funny. Yeah. And and so he 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 discovers his um superpowers because he gets mad that nobody will give him an egg roll. Right. Uh, like that. And that was <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you have to watch yep. it just to get context. Yeah. Um, but I thought that the choreo I mean, I it looked like the choreography was going to be awesome, but it was filmed yeah. so fast and edited so fast. And I thought oh. the camera work was such a mess. Yeah. I couldn't keep up with what was going on. I couldn't some of enjoy it, was. it. Yeah, some of it was. Yeah. Mm. They, they, and actually that Sub-Zero, they told him to slow down his movements because That's the camera awesome couldn't keep up. Because oh, the camera couldn't keep up. on. Yeah. No, 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 like, no, 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 no. He you was still could, really fast. He was still really fast. to the talents level. You do not bring the talent down to yours. Yeah. Gosh. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, like, okay, and I was expecting really maybe more of a buildup to the fights. I, mm-hmm. Like, I need to go, now that I know what it is, I need to go back and see if I can appreciate it again. Yeah. Okay. Um, because my expectations were for, like, honestly, Goro died in the middle of the movie. Right. Uh, and Goro, having always been sort of like the I second to last boss, I thought there was going to be more of a, a buildup build to a showdown with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I did, I did like the format, like. Kevin, you said it was exactly what it needed to be. And mm-hmm. I agree. Like it, that was the format it needed to follow. My complaints were really more along the lines of, I, I didn't care about the characters, but I don't need to. But even the right. stuff that I was like really there to watch, I didn't feel was executed super well. It just felt kind of muddy to me. I could see that. Um, the other problem I have, yeah. um, one could have, is there's so many characters and yeah. video game movies yeah. have not gotten video games right for so long. There's yeah. so like, who do you fit in the film? Mm-hmm. So some of the characters are for sure forced. Some of them I would have liked to see in this guy instead of that guy. But if you're planning a trilogy or however many it is, that's yeah. okay. That's okay. Yeah. As long as you like, just keep doing setup fight, setup fight, setup fight, and right. get a, and, and right. film at a faster film speed so your talent and, can be your talent. So okay, listeners, this is a this is a family friendly podcast, so don't judge me for what I'm going to say next. But <laughs> it's oh dear. Well, no. Well, OK. One of the things that they did to hype up this movie was by saying, like, really trying to get you excited for the gore. Like, yeah, you know, the be, because that's that on brand. Yeah, because that's right. on brand with Mortal Kombat. It was not that gory. I mean, it, it was gory. There, it there super, were right. there, were, but but I read something. I read something that one of the actors walked on set to, you know, like what was supposed to be the aftermath of a fight, uh, and they had they saw all the, I don't know, innards or whatever it was, and they said they got physically ill. Yeah. And the only thing there's only one scene that I can think of that that might have been, mm-hmm. and even then it doesn't last very long. So right. I. Don't know. The most gory fights really is in the, the seven minute intro that they released with Scorpion yeah. and Sub Zero. Yeah. yeah. And one kill that, Cor- that Kung Lao gets. Great yeah. martial arts. Yes. Um, and the best of the entire film. Huh. Yeah. And the guy who plays Scorpion is 60 friggin' years old. Uh, that yeah. is ridiculous. Is, that, and he honestly looks like he's in his early 40s. Yeah. He, he, killed, is, yeah. he is. He's awesome. Uh, 
Hiroyuki something or the other. Um, he was in Otherwise Avengers. Done as the boss. He was yes in in Endgame. No, yeah, yeah. Well, he's the, uh, he's, the ya- he's the Yakuza boss in um uh, in that's Japan. That's what I was gonna that, say. That yeah. Ronan kills. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, that's what I was gonna say. Um, that's the that's the only thing I can think of him being. Well, no, in, I I, I also know from head, the Last but... Samurai, he basically plays like the fiercest warrior from that yeah. village. Um, kind of oh, the main that was him. Lieutenant. Yeah, that's him, mm-hmm. and he's so Sweet. good in that role. Yeah, I only remember Ken Watanabe. Um, um from he's that also movie. he also plays I think the bad guy in Speed Racer. The Wachowski. Oh, I never saw that. Uh, I've heard that movie has a cult, a cult following. I need to go. I need I'm, to watch it just to say so that I have. It's so bad. It's so bad. Or was it so far ahead of its time that you didn't so, get it, Andrew? Some people yeah. absolutely love it. I don't see how. Yeah. Legitimately do not see how. But anyways, Mortal Kombat, it is what it needed to be. I think it's actually a good start for relaunching yeah. video game series. It, it understands and, what it needed to be. And again, I don't care about Cole, but it didn't, no. he didn't bother me. But at the end of the movie, they do tease uh, Johnny Cage in the next one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. But I, I wish, I do wish, even though I don't really care one way or another about Cole, I do wish they had just gone ahead and shown him because he could have been right. like the good guy Kano. Yeah. And a, bu- a bunch of actors have come out and said, I want to play Johnny Cage. I want to play Johnny Cage. I want to play really? Johnny Cage. I know. Yeah, that's uh, great. Uh, Ryan Reynolds kind of tossed his name in the hat. Ryan Reynolds, in a, in a The Miz way. from WWE oh, and a bunch of other guys. I would watch, the, I would watch that so fast. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I would watch the crap out of that. <laughs> All, right. All right. So I'm going to toss to the table here. Um, I am ridiculously excited for the Mass Effect Legendary Edition that is getting ready to release um, on this next gen of consoles with all the extra time you have. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> I, I will make the time. I'm that I'm excited cool. about it. Um, I, I know Kevin trip. Have you played mass effect at all? Oh yeah. We've had, okay. I, I did not play. I did not play. Um, what came after the original trilogy? I did not play that one. And I played I, Andromeda. I played bag. all the original. Yeah. I played all the original games. Heck okay. yeah. Okay, cool. I just didn't, I trying to gauge the room. Cause I know, uh, Kevin, you've not, played the games yet yeah well no, well, well played well, following is, Mortal this Kombat, is, sir. yeah this is i was gonna say this is his turn to shut up <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no um, and trip is three for three let's go so typically when people talk about um mass effect or really just the greatest role-playing games of all time the greatest rpg that's ever been created uh, final fantasy 7 does come up quite frequently yeah. but usually in the top three if not the top one that a lot of these lists pick a lot of them will say Mass Effect 2 specifically. Mass Effect mm-hmm. 1 and 3 are phenomenal games, but 2 has got something special that's involved with it. Um, it really set up a lot of what we know in video games today, like the the choice that's mm-hmm. in video games, you know, like a make a choice that it affects the story in some way, because mm-hmm. what was so groundbreaking about the series at the time was that choices that you made in the first game would not only affect, you know, how that game ended, but would also directly affect the yep. second and even the third game as well. Mm-hmm. Choices will come back to either help or haunt you. Um, and it's it, for the time that was just groundbreaking. Some other people have tried to yeah. do that and, you know, have done it well as well, but that was kind of the first person to really nail it at that scale. Um, but as much as that is great, the, and the gameplay is a lot of fun to do, but the story yeah. is what a lot of people come back to on mass effect. Okay, it's basically set like 300 years in the future. If you're not familiar with it, so Kevin, I'm basically talking to you here. Um, It's set about 300 years in the future. 
um, humanity is basically the new kid on the block as far as they've discovered about 10 to 15 other oh, races. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> so they've, they've discovered a few other races. Well, they're do they have the right stuff? No, that's, they do not. Um, uh, so they're just sitting there hanging tough. That's their, that's their anthem. That's their anthem. Gotcha. Anytime that they have a gotcha. ceremony now for the earthlings, it's da, 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 Okay. Um, all right. Well, they have, oh, the come on, this is fun. They have the equivalent of their UN basically, which is this big space station called the Citadel. Um, and there's kind of this council that's on it. And um, one of their special operatives known as a specter decides to go rogue. Um, and humanity gets a chance to step up basically where your character commander Shepard is promoted to a specter and is tasked with taking this guy down. Um, and throughout the course of the story, you find out exactly what this other guy, Saren is trying to do. And it ultimately ends up by the third game. You are literally rallying every race, every army that exists under your banner to stop a threat that is coming to, and it's just, it's so epic. That's cool. It, yeah. it is. It is completely epic. Mm-hmm. The um, choice system is, yeah. The choice system was a lot of. I, I thought it was really awesome for the time. Um, they th- so. Uh, oh my gosh! Uh, not Obsidian. Um, who's the company that did it? Who's the company Bioware. that? The, Bioware. Bioware did uh, Jade Empire and Knights of the Old Republic for the Xbox, and they. Um, uh, at this came out on the Xbox 360 and. PS3 and it, technology was at such a point where they could finally, um, if you in previous RPGs, if you had um, responded to something in a conversation, your character basically said exactly what the text said on right. on the screen. Well, this go around, they they basically do the the text options that you have to select are basically the the essence of what your response is going to be. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you you actually hear completely different dialogue than what you, than what you select. Which so it's like, you really works. are. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it, it, I mean, it was still a really fleshed out, uh, what would you call it? Interaction system. I mean, it was really, it was really fleshed out. They, yeah. they put a lot of time and energy into it. Um, and yeah, the, I mean the, I thought the, well, okay. So is, uh, is the new, is the uh, what'd you call it? What the legendary the edition? Legendary or? edition, which has is all it, three of the games and right. all the DLC, with the exception of one piece that apparently actually got lost in the archives, and there's no more source code yeah, for it. The anymore. code's missing. Yeah, um, but um, is it fun. is it is it a remaster or is it, it is like a remaster, a complete... not necessarily a remake? Mm, okay. Um, uh, the remaster is like if you go back and try to play mass effect one the story is great on that but the gameplay has not aged very well <laughs> um it, some people really like some of the jank that's involved with it but it's it's really rough around the edges and so they've apparently smoothed out some of that and kind of brought it up to what some of two and three did which i'm excited about that because really it's a high barrier for entry um mm-hmm. into the mass effect series when you've got sure. really good stuff but the gameplay in it is just so can be so rough considering it was made in like 2007 or eight mm-hmm. at the time. Um, that was so long ago. I know. Uh, but yeah. honestly, you asked <laughs> me like what my favorite game series is to date. And I, I would say Mass Effect is actually one of them, yeah. if not my it's top, pretty, my top pick. Yeah. So I'm ridiculously excited to be able to go back through this and like all their upgrades that they've done for resolution <laughs> and all that stuff. Like I will 100% be on board for that. 
I, I think I'm just going to let it. I think I'm going to pass on it. I think I think because I did have a phenomenal experience, and I just want it mm. to live in that sweet little spot <laughs> in the back of my brain. Just let the you know, memories your brain, be there. Yeah, your brain your brain edits things, and it remembers the things that it, it likes the most, or in mm. some cases, what you hate. And uh, that that is just something that has a nice little warm corner of my memory. I think I I don't want to go back and relive it. I just want I want it to I want the nostalgia. Yeah, I want the rose-colored glasses of nostalgia to to just stay on that memory. It's like me. going back and watching cartoons from when you were a kid and be like, man, exactly. I should not have done that. Exactly. <laughs> no, I, 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 honestly, yes. like, as far as the gameplay goes, like, yeah, some of that hasn't aged well, like, especially with the first one, but the second and third ones are great. And I've, I've seen bits of the story throughout the years, even since I've played it, and I just... Man, I I love this game series so much. And if you haven't played it, then now is really the best time to jump back into it. If you own a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox, or I think even it's going to be coming to PC. So what's yeah, it? Dude. Um, mm-hmm. What's what's it going to cost? Do you know? I believe it's, it's 60 out of the million dollars. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's 60, a pretty good deal. 60 yeah, out of the game. Pretty so, good deal. Um. All right, Trip. What else you got? Um. Let's see. So. I am excited for Netflix in the month of May. Um, oh, there okay. are several it's things. So I will, I will be interested. That's going to be May. Really? Two I will boy be, bands. Two guys, boy bands in this we're episode. All, we're only like, <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, these might be the new puns. <laughs> the boy band references. <laughs> no, I'll take puns um, over that. Good grief. <laughs> <laughs> Is there something missing in your heart? Um, anyway. Uh, Backstreet Boys? Anybody? The hot in here uh, is at least 98 degrees. I miss- <laughs> Every little thing I do never seems enough for you, Andrew. Netflix in May. Um, I am. I will be really interested. I, I felt like a, a couple of months ago, uh, all of the streaming platforms threw down the gauntlet and were like, okay, you know, HBO Max, for example, all of our theatrical releases are coming to HBO Max free for the first 30 days. And, uh, you know, Disney is like, we've got, Mandalorian season two coming out and look at all these star Wars things. And now you've got, uh, Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. And, uh, Netflix is, I think, trying to compete with some of that stuff. Don't forget and about me. I will be interested <laughs> to see, I will be interested to see how the, the streaming wars kind of go down because mm-hmm. I said in a couple of podcasts back that all I want is good content. Mm-hmm. And, right. you know, there, what I'm interested to see in these, these, streaming competitions is how do you give somebody the experience and the content that you would get in a, on a huge screen in a theater in their home. Mm-hmm. And sure. I'm not sure what the answer is yet because movies like Endgame or the matrix and things like that always hit different when you're on the t- when you're watching on the, the, the big screen. Well, part of it yeah. too is the, the communal aspect of yeah, it. And, like, and can, exactly. And, and yes. hold that thought too, because like the, the, First look that we got, like the Eternals, that little Marvel blip yeah. that they just released Dude, recently, that was which was which was so good. Oh, I but hated like, it. <laughs> oh, really? Sorry, really? Yeah, it was. Well, we can get we can get on that it later. Was edited, but, yeah. but all but to your point, trip like sitting. Uh, there's a portion in it where they bring up what the movie theater reaction was when it came to Endgame. Mm. And oh, some of yeah, the climactic yeah, yeah. moments that were in it, yeah. and how the audience just got so electric in that yeah, moment. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like I got giddy again because I remember yeah. sitting <laughs> yeah. in the theater at that point in time. I remember squealing like a 12 year old fangirl to Justin Bieber, right. Bieber concert 
Yeah, that's another boy that. band reference. I know. That's um, the creepiest movie theater experience I ever had was watching Scream Two. Did somebody stab you? <laughs> no. Have you Have you seen Scream Two? Oh yeah. Andrew, have you seen? I'm so not, uh, so I'm not I saw a horror it, guy. So neither have I generally, but it was a movie that was out in the '90s, so I went. Well, then I'll I'll, I'll clarify. I saw it on TBS. Okay, cool. So <laughs> the opening scene in Scream Two is, I think it's Holly Berry gets murdered. Oh. at a movie theater on opening okay. night of a horror film, which was sort of I thought a, that was no. She was well, she, okay. She may have gotten m- murdered later. So she, I thought it was Jada someone, Pinkett for starters. That might have been it. That might have been it. It's been and forever. So I don't think I've started, seen it since it came it out. It started with her boyfriend getting murdered because he was in the he was in the bathroom stall. He heard mm-hmm. something on the in, on the other side of the wall in the other stall. He put his head up against the wall, the wall in his his stall wall, and yeah. then a knife got uh, got plunged right yeah. through it. Yeah. All so that what to say, I, okay, I went yeah, opening I, well, night to see this horror film, and two people die in the movie theater within the first three minutes of this film, and instantly people are like. Oh my gosh! Because people, because <laughs> people could dress up back then, so people are wearing oh, scream masks and all that stuff. Point. So people, that's like, a good point. Yeah, yeah it, it was freaky. I forgot oh, okay. about that because the scream was supposed to be sort of this tongue-in-cheek horror film. The, mm-hmm. Like it was supposed to be okay, not meta, but it was supposed to be. But okay. it could happen. Like it's, yeah. it wasn't like the Freddys mm-hmm. and the Jasons of the world. It was more right. of a realistic horror movie, right? Which we right. really haven't had done well till that point. So anyway, in May, Netflix's yeah. big attempt for <laughs> summer content is being la- is being launched. So they've got Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead coming out, which I really mm-hmm. enjoyed his Dawn mm-hmm. of the Dead that came out in t- 2004. So I'd be interested to see what he does with mm-hmm. the zombie movies yeah. uh, again. I love Dave Bautista, uh, so I'll, I'll be interested to see what that's all about. Castlevania Season 3 is uh, coming out, and that, right. was, regardless of what you think of it, is the first video game property I think ever to get a certified fresh score on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I've heard oh, cool. that. I've I've heard consistently like if mm-hmm. that Castlevania thing is your flair, which to me it's personally mm-hmm. not, but mm-hmm. I've heard that it's legitimately good if that if you're a Castlevania fan. It is. It is. Uh it's very well written. It's very bloody. Uh the action mm-hmm. is is wonderful the way they animate it. And the voice acting is fantastic. And it's very, very funny. Um, it's animated. A lot of I haven't points. seen it. But yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, it's anime ish. OK, it's it's anime made in America. Yeah, gotcha. it's it's and uh, it's, so, it's not quite Avatar The Last Airbender where it's more American. It's it's like right. Legitimate sure. American studio trying their hand at anime. Right. Okay. And succeeding, if you ask me. Um Love Death and Robots season two is coming out. I absolutely oh, love the first season of that. Okay. That was a bunch of sci-fi yeah. shorts, basically. Yeah. Some of them were funny. Some of them were intense. Uh, some of them, they were all differently animated. Um, and I thought they were all really, really good. And um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Master of None with, um, mm. I have forgotten his name now. Aziz Tom Haverford. Aziz Ansari. Um, Faith and I really loved that show uh, for the, the oh. first two seasons that came out. And we had no idea the third season was ever a thing. What, it made it to a third uh, season on Netflix? The third what? season is coming on Netflix, yes. <laughs> well, um, don't get too attached to it. No, Nothing ever gets a fourth. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, I, I just a lot of content that actually now that I see it, most of this stuff is things that I already am, uh, have have some sort of connection to because I've sure. seen the previous seasons and stuff like that, sure. except for Army of the Dead. Um, but I'm just 
overall, I'm really interested to see how uh, things play out and who is is crowned king of the streaming platforms at the end of the year. Yeah. But based on yeah. how things have been going and this push to get people back in theaters, yeah. I think it will probably the streaming stuff will peter out and people yeah. will go back to theaters yeah, at some but, point or another. Yeah, Godzilla did time, really well. Godzilla yeah. did really, really well. Yeah, it did. It was the first one to turn a profit since Corona, wasn't it? I think so. Mm-hmm. But at, at the same time, Trip, like, I think it's going to depend truly on what kind of content viewers are going to be looking for. Mm-hmm. Because That's my like, point. for me, yeah. I, I look at this list and I'm like, I, I'm glad you're enjoying it, but it's just, that's not my particular cup of tea. And honestly, if, if I wasn't yeah. on a family plan with somebody right now, if I was paying for Netflix at the moment, then I, I would cancel it to be quite frank. There's yeah. not enough that's yeah. on it right now to justify yeah. a subscription with, with you me need to watch Coco melon, put your kid. In front of <laughs> do, you, do you understand Good that was morning. the number, that was the number one top streamed thing? I believe it was in surprised. 2020. Not was surprised. Coco melon. I'm not surprised. Yeah. It's um, like turn your kid into so a zombie. To, yeah. to clarify, it's not because I'm a huge Netflix fan. It's because this what it seems to be what is next in line. Um, like f- after you know Disney has released all of its Marvel stuff and that mm-hmm. sort of thing, there's going to be a little break before Loki mm-hmm. comes out. So the, like and that's just, what they need to do. They need to look at the is, gaps and plan yeah, in the gap. That's I won't say point. plan in the gaps of Disney, but right. they need to. People need to start planning in the gaps. Those are small gaps at this point between Star Wars but and Marvel. That Disney it's, still, it's still like an eight, it's still like an eight week gap. So they could do a yeah. whole series. This, first this series. is the, this is the platform that has the most content coming out right now that I am interested in. Sure. Really? Um, Cause that's Disney that plus for me long, far yeah. and away. Yeah. Well, see, I won't watch the bad batch. I, I just can't. Yeah, right. that's, the, I know that's you know, not your thing. Right. The animation. Right. Yeah, it feels. Yeah, the animation is the what Which, does it for me as well. Side yeah. side note: at this point, at this point in time, we have only seen the premiere of the Bad Batch. It was really good. If you like cool. the Clone Wars, are they Wars, changing the animation style? No, but I'm saying <laughs> what I'm going to say is for anybody who's interested who hasn't seen it yet, if yeah. you like the Clone Wars, you will like the Bad Batch. Yeah. So fair. On that note, uh, Kevin, how about you? What you got? Oh, I can go in so many different ways. I will not, but I'll I'll pivot. So I could go then pivot route. I'm Ooh, not going to go the next route. Keep us in suspense. I could, I could go the that Marvel trailer, which was but that I'm not, was that was pretty cool. So there was really cool. so there's some rumors coming out about a certain DC actor uh, jumping ship and going <laughs> to Marvel. Okay. So he's well, he, he can't he's contractually bound. So I don't know if he can jump ship. Uh, yeah. How much more is it? So there's still rumors of him getting released from his contract. Would would you like? No, he's apparently coming back. Would you like to say who the name is first before we drive our listeners insane? Henry Cavill. Mm -hmm. So Superman. So there's rumors of him playing two different characters in MCU. And I want to get your thoughts on who you would prefer. Not at the same time, but like he could play (laughs) either or. Either or. Hercules, who is highly connected to the Avengers. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Or Captain Britain, who's connected to the Avengers and to X Men. Yeah, I mean ah. he's I mean, he's literally the Captain America of Britain. Of Britain, he Captain he, he Britain. leads the um, I don't want to say the British version of the X Men, but the, for lack of a term, the British version of X Men okay. in Excalibur. Oh, and okay, that's them. Okay, so he has you know Megan, who's a shapeshifter, um, Nightcrawler, Kitty Pride, and her pet dragon. Um, oh yeah, that's right. And a character called Phoenix, who is, again, a character from the future, who is Jean Grey and Scott Summers' daughter, who has the power of the Phoenix within her, but she can control oh, it. It's not as powerful. 
Hope or Jen or something. I, I think it's know. Hope Summers. Yeah. So um, it'd be say, funny if her name was Winter. Then yeah, she could be, be Winter Summers. Winter Summers. That's my contribution for this conversation. What else you got? <laughs> um, I, Do you have I, a am not, I am not overly familiar with either one of those two characters. I do know a little bit You've about them. You've heard of them. Hercules before, though, I right? Ha, I, I, yes, I have heard of Hercules. Um, Hercules, it is that, Hercules! It is that Hercules. There, there's the Marvel brand of Hercules, that Hercules that I am not... I am not that, uh, who apparently in the, Marvel, in, the, in the Marvel world, oh. he is the strongest, like, physically strongest character. Yeah, like... Okay over hulk isn't it Mm -hmm. yeah which i have a hard time believing considering everything that hulk has done but anyways i digress Well, are his powers uh, is are his powers magic is he like kind of like thor or is it um he's the son of zeus there's there's a greek pantheon so he is okay so it is like godlike in that one okay correct so like russell crowe is has been confirmed to be playing zeus Zeus. in thor love and thunder Uh, ah that's right okay and so we're talking about henry cavill potentially playing Zeus's son. Oh, that'd be son. kind of interesting. The hmm. Jor-El and Kal-El reunited on Marvel. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't put that yeah. together. That's yeah. funny. That would be Take funny. Well, they'd be father and son. It's they'd be father be and son again, then, wouldn't they? Just yeah. for that. Yeah, just for but, that. Yeah. But at this point, let's side note. Is there anything superhero related that Henry Cavill is not up for <laughs> at this point? He's in time? turning into nerd yeah. god, isn't he? He really he's, is. I mean, well, you heard about so he's done. I'm sure everybody knows the story of him like not taking the call from yeah. Zack Snyder because yeah. he was playing, playing world, world of Warcraft. Warcraft. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, they call back. I'm playing world of Warcraft. I'm on a raid. <laughs> yeah. Keep him in suspense. He, but like, also we brought up mass effect on this one. There's talks around a mass effect movie that's coming yeah. out and yeah. which I think would be abysmal because it's just too big anyway. But Henry Cavill, <laughs> potentially his name is up for the main character, commander Shepard in that sure. one, which I, Okay, again, I don't think the movie would be good, but if you're going to cast somebody, Henry Cavill's not a bad option. (laughs) And so I'm like, literally at this point, like what can he not do? What is he not up for? Yeah. 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 Um, He, there's also a clip of of him out there somewhere in an interview. Somebody's just firing off a bunch of questions. Okay, you know, like pizza or fried chicken or, you know, pizza or burgers or things like that. And then they go, they go, um... Uh, Xbox or PlayStation, and he kind of sits up straight in his chair and he goes, PC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's there was a viral clip apparently during the pandemic of him building his, his gaming own rig. tower. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. he paid top nobody, dollar for it. And nobody should be, should be allowed to be that good looking, that well built, and that and that that nerdy at the same nerdy. time. There's got to be, be, be perfectly social acceptable, like whatever. It's Henry. Yeah. It, Exactly. Exactly. And he has an accent. He 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 does all those things, and he looks like that. In the meantime, I look like this. Like I should <laughs> yeah. not. I should not be wearing this. I should not be wearing the Superman T-shirt. It's just not. It's not. It's, it's, it doesn't I'm, fit. I'm, okay. It well, the podcast yeah, that, is ruined now. Yeah, obviously, with Henry just, Cavill and Trip, that bar mm, is way wide. So, uh, all um, that to say, I think we're on board with Henry leaving DC and joining the MCU, regardless <laughs> okay. of who he takes on. Um, and actually, speaking of Superman, um, that actually is a fantastic segue into the other thing that I want to bring up. I actually watched the first five episodes of Superman and Lois. Um, how, many are there, how many episodes are there so far? I think it's only five. Okay. Um, it's what they had on HBO Max. And I think they have a new they're revamping their season starting mid-May here this year. Okay. Um, so I don't know. They just had five no, episodes. Up, and I was I'm just like, curious. Ah, I'll give it a shot. How far um, back am I? It's really good. 
uh, it's really worth your time. If you're a Superman yeah. fan, like Tyler Hoechlin does a really good job playing the man of steel. Um, yeah. I, I, I got into the CW verse at the very beginning when arrow and the flash we had, mm-hmm. it wasn't even a We're thing good. yet. Um, <laughs> and yeah, the first two seasons of both of those shows are about all I could stomach. And then after that, it just got bad. We say that all the time. All you can yeah. say, you say all you could stomach like they were bad. The first two seasons were good. No, the first yeah. two seasons were great. in both of those shows, but like the third season on all of those shows just tip, it just falls yeah, off. Legend and, of tomorrow too. It's that, a, that had a good potential. That had good potential. Potential. It was hit and miss, though. Well, so um, were the other ones. Everything the CW yeah, hit or miss. And Supergirl's been a mixed bag as well. And it just no, it's just been bad. Okay, fine. <laughs> I like I like her as um Cara L. Cara yeah. um uh whatever. Supergirl. Yeah, a Supergirl. She does, <laughs> she does a fine job at that. The writers just the writers, producers, and directors just aren't doing her any favors. Anyway. No. Um, well, when that show, when Supergirl came out, one of the things that I heard the most about it after season, when season two was released, was about Superman. Like that, the yeah. people loved Tyler Hoechlin as Superman because he was a Boy Scout again. He, he was. He went he back is. to being that classic, well, ma'am, can I help you cross the street? And kids stay in school kind of an attitude yeah. and was overly polite and, mm-hmm. you know, sort of like the, you know, there's... um just like there's only one Steve Rogers, uh, there's mm-hmm. only one Captain America, mm-hmm. you know, there's only one point Clark being, Kent. there's only, there. yes, there was only right. one kind of person with all that power that had that kind of character. There's only one Superman. And mm-hmm. they, they, he finally, they finally injected a little bit more life into him. They did. And I really like that about this show because they really do get back to the roots of like, you know, Clark Kent's an awkward guy. Like he's just yeah. kind of this goofy, awkward kid from Kansas. Is he um, in Metropolis? And I know nothing about this other than so it's they starts off in Metropolis and the show quickly shifts over to Smallville and I, I won't spoil anything for okay. it. Um, cool. But that the show stays in Smallville. Um, but at this point, Superman and Lois Lane are married and uh, the guy who plays Lois Lane does a great job. She's a great, strong character, um, has that just dogged reporter aura about her that you know just can't let a story go essentially but at the same time like she's a mom and that's Mm -hmm. really cool because they uh both clark kent and her have um a set of twin boys uh in the show and i'm not going to go into too much detail on that but both act really well i've seen the first episode and it is a very interesting take on their on their kids yes um and it's really well done what i've liked about it so far is that to, as far as a CW show can go, it feels pretty dang realistic for what would happen in that kind of instance. And it for feels a show that like has a, people with superpowers, right? But it feels <laughs> it feels like a cut above. It doesn't feel like cheesy, campy writing coming from like what yeah. you know Arrow was or Flash. It feels like it's a little bit more rooted in like a little bit more reality, and it's just enough to make it. Did they kick up the go budget? Go down a little bit the, better. Because people are seeing, like, you can put 20 mil into an episode and people are going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, have they have they put money behind this show? Do you know? Their, their effects are pretty good. Okay. I mean, for for TV well, even effects. For, even for writing. Yeah. Like, there's good writers it, and bad it, writers. Honestly, like, honestly, it feels like they have because these okay. this is the best writing I've seen come from the CW okay. period. You know what just occurred to me? You, that most of the CW shows, uh, not just the, the DC verse, but most of the C- CW shows... Be, at least begin with a young 20 single 20 something right. mm-hmm. and they it's written to appeal to 
to yeah, young adults. Yeah, boy bands, <laughs> young adults. Yeah. Um, it just occurs again, only seeing the first episode. Um, this is this is about two fully grown hu- uh, people who have kids. Yeah, um, okay. that that's kind of more adult content. So yeah, maybe as, as, they're shifting. As, and as a parent, that a little bit more resonated with me than anything that yeah. CW has done to date. You know, I don't have teenagers at the moment, but it was it just felt a lot more slice of life than the everybody's perfect thing yeah. that CW has going on. Um, Very so true. it's it's on HBO Max right now. First, the first five episodes are on there. If you are a Superman fan and are nervous about what they've done with this, I this is worth your time. Mm-hmm. Um, go, go take a peek at it. Right on. Yeah. Right and then on, uh, I think we right got time on. for one more for each of us. So Trip, what you want to talk about? Oh, your last one. Comixology. Uh, I, I have, ah. uh, I have re I've re-upped my subscription. I was off for a long time, but Comixology is an app on your, it's a mobile app, iPad, tablet, phone, whatever, whatever you want to do. And uh, I'm not wild about the way you purchase. You can't actually purchase comics in the app because it's owned by Amazon. So you've got to go to a separate website and oh. make the purchases. That's or weird. you can subscribe to Comixology Unlimited and the majority of titles, and they have hundreds and hundreds of thousands, will be uh, available for to read. You can okay. borrow, you can quote unquote borrow up to 50 at a time and you just oh, wow. download them and swipe through and watch, right. uh, read. And, and it's given me a chance to catch up on all the comics that I haven't been able to catch up on. So are we, are we so, talking like Marvel DC or a lot of, you know, Dark Horse and the, you know, B tier stuff? Yes. Okay. Like all of it. There's a difference because Marvel has its own title. Right. It's yeah. Unlimited and DC's yeah. unlimited. Well, there it's that's it's all it's all under the comicsology okay. uh, okay. umbrella as well. But I actually haven't been reading a lot of the mainstream stuff. I have been reading a lot more of the um the the uh yeah, we'll call it B team, but there's just as they're just yeah. as entertaining. Yeah, I'm not saying that's yeah. quality, start, it's just that's yeah, popular. Yeah. You should I've check started, out Lone Wolf and Cub. I st- I'll okay, that one. I'll check it out. I'll mm-hmm. I started I I re-upped on it because I just finished the Invincible series on Amazon and I wanted to see what the comic was like. And you oh, can yeah. wa- <laughs> read all of them on, on, uh, the, the, the app. That's but cool. since, since I've started wa- reading that, I've also started reading, um, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that, that got revamped back in 2012 with Eastman and the, I haven't gotten to that part yet, but yes, okay. that line of comics okay. by image comics. Mm-hmm. I've started reading, uh, one of my favorites is a, uh, a comic called Chew. And it is spelled C H E W, but the na- the main character is Asian, and his last name is Chu C H U. Okay, he is what's called a sibopath. It is he. It's a it's a mystery novel or it's a mystery comic that slowly turns into this bizarre sci fi. Uh, we've got to avoid the apocalypse. Okay, story. Mm-hmm. He's a sibopath, and he has the power to. He knows anytime he takes a bite out of something, out of food, he knows exactly where it's been. He can see the entire life cycle of the food that he eats. That's wow. really weird. That is so bizarre super and something for, I do not for ex- example, example in the first issue, somebody who is preparing a soup for him uh, accidentally cuts themselves. A tiny drop of blood winds up in it. And he knows that that person committed a murder because he tastes the soup. So oh, he goes in yeah. and he, and he, he, punishes them uh mm-hmm. the only thing it's it's it does not take itself super seriously it is it is so it's very comical and it's kind of kind of cartoony drawn 
Um, but the only thing that he cannot read, the only thing that he eats that he can't get a read on is beets. So he eats a <laughs> lot of beets so he can just have a meal in peace. So he can just have a meal. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Cool. And so how, as so the yeah, go ahead. Keep go going. Ahead. You go. You well, go. I was just going to say, as the comics, as the comic continues, you meet more and more people with very food specific powers. <laughs> so, <laughs> weird. Yeah, it's it's so weird, but it's so refreshing because it's so it's not so superpowers. Okay. It's yes, so exactly. I, I, mean, I can I can see the appeal. Again, and and lastly, there is a robotic. No, there's a cyborg special agent. Chicken. Inchu. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and he is known as. El Pollo. <laughs> so, I'm not kidding. That's and so good. Yeah, the CIA will set him loose on a band of bad guys, and 30 seconds later, there'll all be a pulpy mess. So, <laughs> it is set. I know. I know. What's going go, on here? Go re- that's exactly what you will say yeah. when you're reading it. But it's like the poop story I told on the after show a while back. You won't be able to look away. <laughs> you just keep so going. <laughs> so comicsology, how much is it a month? I think it's only like four or five bucks. Oh, like that's nothing. It? Like nothing. Okay. The, yeah, that's that the out. cost of one print comic now. Yeah, it's, no um, joke. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if you have Amazon Prime or something, it'll just get rolled right up into your uh, Prime subscription. And, you know, it's easy to take care of sure. it in one lump, wow. one lump sum. Yeah. Hmm. So there you go. Check it out. All right. Well, Kevin, <laughs> how about you? What's your last topic? Uh, I feel because we sort of hinted at it, we kind of have to talk about it. So the Marvel celebrates the movies trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, specific, yep. like Stan Lee, yep. the voiceover of the, everything that happened in the past. And then like the little blips of everything coming out. I don't like that. They label it as also first look at Eternals. Yeah. It kind of was because it kind of was, but, but it had so much more than that. That was the first look of stuff as well that I was like, yeah, Netflix um, did the yeah, same yeah, it was, thing it was, with it, the sizzle. Netflix did the same thing with the sizzle reel that they put out a couple of months ago and they re-released it like they released it into multiple channels with different with different titles like first Ah. look at this movie first look at that movie okay but it was the same video it was the same same sizzle reel (laughs) yeah which I hate when people do that but me too but I loved like the title aside it was really cool to hear Stanley talk about his films Mm -hmm. and his characters and see like the moments throughout, like I've never seen a montage of Marvel movies done that way before. It was really well done. I because it wasn't just movies. They had they had like, yeah, it was just really well done. You probably have already seen it. It's been out for a week by the time we yeah, record now. Almost a week, yeah. Um, if not, check it out. It's really cool. Well, I mean, at first it was like, wow, this is this is kind of cool. You know, I, yeah. I I kind of enjoy this and like, oh, it's Stan Lee, and, you know, getting to see yeah. all the old Marvel stuff and like, OK, you know, that just puts a smile on my face. And then, like I said, they showed that clip from the Avengers where it was this electric theater environment. And then from there it goes, oh, yeah. And don't forget, this comes out and this comes we out and this comes 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 out. This stuff that's coming yeah. down the pipeline, including our first look at Eternals, our first video stuff yeah. from Eternals. Yeah. Um, which it wasn't much. It was yeah, like there's, maybe there's not three a whole seconds. lot to say about it. You know, we get to see Angelina Jolie holding the sword. Holding She's it. looking kind of bad. Eh? I mean, I, w- I will yeah. admit that yeah. one yeah. clip yeah. with the sword was mm. okay. And that's All a right. really cool design for a sword, too. Because if you're it talking is, yeah, about yeah, yeah. the Eternals, which are like mm-hmm. cosmic level superheroes, mm-hmm. um, I, I, that's that's pretty dang cool design yeah. for mm-hmm. it. So I, you know, I'll take it. 
Um, I, I keep hearing buzz from inside Marvel and everybody like they're specifically excited for this film. Yeah. For Eternals. Um, everybody from pitch meetings to anything that they, you know, they've talked about, they're like, there's something special that feels like it's going down about this. And I don't know how much of that is like internal Marvel hype, just trying to, you know, hype up a, a a not as well-known property or whether that legitimately is Kevin Feige going like this got greenlit almost instantaneously from the pitch meeting. Yeah. I mean, Uh, I've heard that. I've also heard really good things about love and war mm -hmm. things like, um, love and thunder. You mean? Love and Thunder, that like people are going to get slaughtered in that movie <laughs> um, oh, by right. Gore, the, Gore the God Butcher. Christian Bale. Uh, like okay. Christian Bale. Um, as sort of like a reset of that sort of series. Um, but I, and I love the, that they ended with Fantastic Four with no release date, just the logo. With absolutely Fantastic no Four. release date. No Thanks release a lot, date, guys. just the logo that's in it. And I, but, but, it, but it was also really cool to have Stanley narrate it who is yeah. sort of the father of Marvel and it ends with his first family. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. I, I always wanted mm-hmm. him to be, I always kind of wished he was my grandpa. <laughs> <I> always, <laughs> um, so just real quick, just thinking of this, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, who plays a character in that movie right. and the Eternals mm-hmm. got jacked yes, for it. Like did. And so he did. Now he is usually played very milk toast, uh, beta male comedy relief for a lot of the shows that he's been in, like Silicon Valley and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And he talks just a little bit like this. It's very, it's very low key and there's a slight lisp to it. And, uh, but he was on, he was on Conan <laughs> and Conan was talking to him about his physique and he was, you know, made the joke. He goes, yes. And then Corona happened and now I can't, you know, now this, the body's gone. And he goes, he goes, <laughs> he goes, okay, well, when you had it, did they treat you any differently? No, because I still sound like this. I loved the real, I just loved the realness of it. He's like, it's I like know Mike exactly Tyson. who I am. Yeah. Mike Tyson, yeah. No, because I still sound like this. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, well, I, I'm it's this is one of those properties where I kind of lump it in uh, Eternals being one of those properties, kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy, where not a whole lot of people knew about it. Yeah. But it's Marvel. And at yeah. this point, they mm-hmm. have my trust. Really, so, Doctor if, Strange was the same way. Iron Man was the same way to like the general audiences as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they've earned my trust, considering that to me, they've only had really one dud and they've had some ones for me that were like, okay, but what was your dud? What was Iron your Man Marvel three? Dud? I was not a fan of. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we, we can go into that another time, but considering that just about everything else, I would at least go like, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that's pretty remarkable. And yeah. then at the mm-hmm. top tier of that being like, oh my gosh, this is one of the greatest superhero films ever made. Sure. If I felt that way about the first guardians because they released that in August and mm-hmm. August is usually kind of like the, it's either End of summer where it's the ear. Yeah. And it's usually where the blockbuster movies either go to die because they don't mm-hmm. have that much faith in it or it's That's where February. they go, okay, we're going to take a chance on this one. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. And guardians became one of my favorite movies yeah, and sure. the, but the trailer was so bonkers, mm-hmm. you know, who go, who go, who gotcha. They're playing hooked it. on a feeling uh, and, and David Hasselhoff. Yes. And I was, what is, I said, what Dude, is going on? Have you on? seen that video? Yes. For Hooks it's on a Feeling by David Hasselhoff? Yeah, I've not, no. It yeah. is fantastic. So it wasn't, it wasn't Hasselhoff. I later found out that that he did a cover of, he did a cover of the of original. Uh, um, right. But, but yes, the David Hasselhoff is, version is amazing. 
Yeah, it is phenomenal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who is in the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Yeah. Uh, which is phenomenal. <laughs> um, oh, that's right. right. He was. Yeah. 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 I forgot very, about very that. briefly. Yes. Uh, plays yes. Ego. And he We're played Nicholas Cage. Second. And he played um, not Nick Fury at one point. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, in the old 90s. In yeah. The there's 90s. a whole other like 90s Marvel, 80s, 90s Marvel verse that was getting ready to happen and just never did. We don't um, talk about that. Which yeah, is probably good that it didn't I, It's happen. 100% good that it didn't, didn't come mm-hmm. around. So Wesley Snipes apparently really wanted to play Black Panther in the mid to late 90s. Oh, no. Um, so rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. But, I mean, you've got some, you've got some opportunity there to, to introduce him in, in, in Black Panther 2. I say go for it. <laughs> I say... <laughs> I say, and no. look, I'm not, I'm not making light of his departure. What I am saying is, is now you are, you are faced with a decision. Which way do we take this <laughs> franchise? Go for broke, man. Get the, get the mid, <laughs> fit, get the almost sixty-year-old guy who used to be Blade and get him to play yeah. Black Panther. Black Let's Panther. just see what happens. No, you've had that, so, you've got that's so one much. Of my biggest, that's go one ahead. of my no, biggest go, go, go. question marks for Phase Four. Obviously, is yeah, since Chadwick Boseman passed away. You know, they, they have said that they're not digitally bringing him back in any way, which right, I agree with. Right. I, I'm happy I, about for the I family let, as well. Let same, same. Actors who passed away stay passed away, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some great ways to honor them. I'm very curious to see how they get around that. Like, if somebody mm-hmm. else going to pick up the Black Panther mantle, or are we just going to see more of Wakanda and it yeah. just carries Black Panther name and name alone? I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. They're going to have to it's at least address Black Panther or Wakanda forever. I Wakanda think forever. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to have to at least address where he is, even if it's even if he's on another planet somewhere. I mean, that's another decision they're going to have to make. Do we address uh, that he is gone and how do we address that he is gone? Is is he has he passed on just like Chadwick has or is he somewhere else until we can safely bring somebody back to play the part? I I would hope that they they have the character of T'Challa pass away. Mm-hmm. Um, and that if they're just going to do something Black Panther related, ma- make it a new character, whether it's Shuri who's taking up the mantle yeah. or Lupita Nyong- Nyong's character. Um, when is that supposed to take it. place? Because I would love for them to do some more like White Wolf with Bucky as part of that sequel. That would I don't be know. fun. Yeah, I, I, I really don't fun. know. So there's yeah. a lot of question marks about that one. And I'm really curious to see what they do as yeah. far as that. All right. Uh, for my last topic, I'm going to go back to video games here. because oh God, we are. forgot about Andrew again. Yeah, Dude, I'm so sorry. I, know. <laughs> I want to say I forgot about him. <laughs> uh, Did either of you guys play Ratchet and Clank nope. on PlayStation way back in the day? Uh, yeah, briefly. Okay. It ranks right down there with Crash Bandicoot for me. Oh man, really? Give it, yeah. give it a little bit of love. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of the series, and they've got a new one that's getting ready to come out for a PlayStation Five, and it is a flagship uh, game that they are getting ready to do for it, and it is a showcase for everything that the PlayStation Five has the ability to do with its fast load times. And sweet. Um, I, I initially came out like I like the the Ratchet and Clank series, but I'm like, okay, you know, it's maybe I'll catch it when it goes on sale one day or something like <laughs> that. Um, but they recently revealed like, I think it was 15, 16 minutes of gameplay had some mm-hmm. of the developers talking over it. And all of a sudden the light bulbs just went on and was like, <laughs> ah, I get okay. this. Um, it looks like they took the, the self-aware over the top, hysterical ratchet and clank games. Holy and- crap. Um, I'm wa- looks, sorry. I'm watching a video beautiful. of it. I'm looking at the, this looks like a pre-rendered movie. It looks gorgeous. And because of wow. the, the hardware that's on it, 
Um, it allows them to go through portals and like instant load times on whole yeah. other worlds that are there. Um, oh sure. my gosh. Mixed with it's, it's so self-aware the series. Yeah. The, the weapons that you mm-hmm. get to play with are phenomenal. Like the, the Groovatron, which basically you throw a disco ball out <laughs> onto the field and everybody can't, st- uh, can't help but dance. And so, you know, it's basically a stun gun. Um, oh, or the, the, another classic one is the sheepinator, which just turns everybody into, into a sheep. sheep. Um, they've got a new one in this one called, I think it's like a topiary sprinkler, which is just the sprinkler that you throw out that as it, you know, goes around and hits, you know, like, and hits an enemy, it turns them into a bush. You know, it's like, this is, it's just wacky stuff that goes on with this and the graphics and oh um, they recently released ratchet and clank free um, on PlayStation store recently. And oh, so cool. I'm playing through that I'll in my free out. time. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, I can see the, I'm looking at gameplay right now. I, ratchet does not, I don't know what he looked like on previous generations, but I remember him good. looking like a, I l- remember him looking like a cartoon meaning smooth in the mm-hmm. PS5 playthrough. I can see individual hairs on his face. Yeah. Like he oh, looks wow. like a furry creature. That's incredible. <laughs> and um, it's 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 brand of humor is my brand of silly humor, and it just resonates with me. And so I not only is it a blast to play through quite literally, but you're always going to do it with a smile on your face. So mm-hmm. I, I'm probably going to catch that someday when it comes out. I got to get through Mass Effect again first. And uh, this will probably <laughs> be, after that, probably next year by the time I have free time. Um, yeah. But. I, anyways, I'm just ridiculously excited for Ratchet and Clank, and I wasn't previously, which That's Ratchet awesome. and Clank Rift Apart comes out uh, in June of 2021. And good for your PlayStation 5. And so that's not that's not a flex on the PlayStation Five. That's a whole other story into itself. I hawked the website for like a week. We, we talked oh, about this. I got live. I basically got live updates via text. She's like, I keep hitting refresh and nothing's happening. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I finally got my hands on one. It took a lot of work oh. to do it though. I, I thought that uh, I was going. I was going. <laughs> I was going to try and. I was considering uh, selling my PS4 just to put towards the purchase of a PS5. Mm-hmm. But like I said at the beginning of my of my intro, I have not turned that thing on in three yeah. weeks, and yeah. I sure don't seem think I'm going to have time uh, to play it in the, the near future. Soon, so that I, would I, be a five hundred dollar paperweight. Yeah. <laughs> Real, just real quick, in an attempt to stay on the cutting edge, I just happened to pull up IGN here, and it says Indiana Jones Five Mads Mikkelsen has been invited to create a character. Oh, so interesting! I would love to see him in an Indiana Jones movie. The guy yeah. is a phenomenal villain. So <laughs> um, it looks like they—I mean, based on this one little headline—it looks like they've basically gone, "Hey, we want you in our movie, and uh, we—you yeah. can do what you want. What do you want to do? <laughs> right, right, right." <laughs> I, you know, I was going to make a comment about, you know, man, all he does is just seem to want to play a bad guy all mm-hmm. the time. And he's laughing all the way to the bank at this yeah, point. That's exactly um, what he's doing. All right. Well, we need to wrap this round table up. Um, we want to know what you guys think of the round table format. What do you um, think? think? You think we should add it to our tool belts or should we? do you think we should just drop it? Thank you. Drop trip. It. Like it's hot. Uh, we want to hear for, we want to hear from you either way on this. So leave your thoughts in the comments. If you're on YouTube or go to daggernerds.com, tell us what you think. Um, find us on social media. Just we, we want to hear from you on this. So thoughts, prayers. Well, that's going to be it for our <laughs> discussion. We'll be back in just a second for our closing thoughts and pun count. Hey, Daggum Nerds fans. Did you know we had a merch store? If you want a t-shirt or a fanny pack to really show off that dad bod, 
Go to dadgumnerds.com and hit that merch store tab and you can find what's in store for you. Any closing thoughts before we go? I had fun. I had fun too. I had fun too. I think we should do this again personally, yeah. but I don't no, care what other topics people think. I enjoyed this. Yeah. I've, I've always kind of been more of the mind that if you create for yourself, eventually you'll find your audience. Cause <laughs> yeah. if you build it, you know, they will come. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's great. That's yeah. perfect. And we do have some leftover stuff, so maybe we'll talk about that in the after show. Da, da, da. Ooh, yeah. Boy, a little more, more foreshadowing. After show. Foreshadowing yeah. has come full circle. All right. <laughs> it's like a circle. Well, seriously, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, thank be you. sure to follow or subscribe on YouTube or whatever podcast platform that you're yep. listening on. Uh, like things. I said last week, subscriber numbers really aren't for our ego. They're for unlocking new content for us to bring to you guys. So More stuff. Like, have, like having high profile guests and hopefully not, you know, hopefully not so much in the distant future. Um, we're shooting for a hundred subscribers Campbell. on YouTube just for our first one. Thank you. 100. Thank you. Trip. <laughs> so if you have not subscribed yet, <laughs> good job, trip. please, please subscribe. What? I don't know what we need to do else, but if you like what you see, I'll give you Andrew's cell phone number. You said it. You said it yeah, like this is a suggestion. Is, you said please? it like a quick, please subscribe. Please question, question mark. And question I'm not mark. sure how my phone number is a, it's a perk. Like how that gets me anyway. But if you want it, I'll give it to you. <laughs> it's just, just to have it just in case. Um, anyway, also go to dadgumnerds.com and check out our Patreon page. Yeah. Like we talked about, that's where our after show is. Um, and if you're like me and roll your eyes, every time you hear somebody mention Patreon, um, know that it really is one of the best ways that you can support dadgum nerds but it not only does it help us with things like keeping on the lights and subscriptions and all that kind of stuff it pays our bills it, no not, not really at this point <laughs> not but, really um we've also got a ton of cool things on there like the always hysterical after show that we keep mentioning um and even guesting here on the podcast we've got uh, our first one who's getting ready to come up here next month so at our entry level tier, Dadgum Padawan is only three bucks a month, which, you know, hey, that's a coffee, like everyone says. That's less than a coffee. Yeah. Be real. <laughs> uh, when you get a chance, go to DadgumNerds.com, hit the Patreon button, check us out. Uh, really the cost of us. supporting one homeless child in a foreign country, <laughs> you can support our Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Support us. Thanks, Trip. We have thanks, lots of kids. Thanks for that. In the Toma. arms of the angels. Sing it, Sarah. <laughs> That's I'm a little already, heavy handed, Sarah. All right. I'm already clog crying. <laughs> um, I don't okay. think we have I don't think we had any puns today, but I lost count of the amount of times that boy bands came out. We had up, at least so. ten boy band references at least. for sure. <laughs> okay. My, so we'll, my my count was a little more conservative at four or five. Okay. Right. Uh, we had more than that. More than that. Well, mm. that's all we got for you today. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and we will catch you later, Dadgum Nerds. It's gonna be my Game over.